0: Hey there, we're happy to welcome you here once again. Today, we address a topic that causes a lot of confusion. Are you sad or are you depressed? People in mainstream culture tend to use the terms sad and depressed interchangeably. We hear statements like, I'm feeling down. He's been really weepy. She's got a case of the baby blues. This movie is depressing. It's no wonder that we're quick to diagnose a sad person with depression. Conversely, we tend to minimize or brush away the symptoms of a depressed person because we believe they're just sad and will snap out of it. Therefore, most of us tend to think of depression as turbocharged sadness, or that those who are unhappy are sliding dangerously towards depression. When you hear the words sad and depressed, what image pops into your head? Do you see a person crying? Do you see a black and white spectrum where sadness is at one end and depression is on the other? If crying is present in both, how would you know the difference? We will try to distinguish sadness from depression, but first we want to check in with you and your feelings. We will put you in three scenarios and you decide what depression or sadness looks like. Afterward, we will reveal the answer and explain the warning signs you may have missed. Please keep in mind that any similarities to actual events or people is coincidental. Now, let's begin. Scenario number one, your best friend's partner broke up with them. They spend hours looking at pictures of their ex and they cry. Family and friends rally around them, but they continue to feel sad. You put on your best friend's favorite movie. There are moments where they are distracted and laughing, but they still feel heartbroken. Is your best friend sad? or depressed Scenario 2 You notice your coworker is having trouble concentrating at work You find her sitting alone at her desk during lunch and gently ask if they would like to talk She gloomily says that she doesn't understand why she suddenly feels so sad She just can't seem to shake it off and enjoy the things that once brought her joy Is your coworker sad or depressed Scenario number 3 Your Cousin's Best Friend Since Childhood Has Passed Away Instead of being sad, your cousin is extremely irritable. He spends a lot of time in bed but can't seem to sleep or muster the energy to take a shower and refuses to eat. Nearly a month later, he signals a willingness to talk. He admits that he feels guilty about being alive while his friend is in a grave and that there is no point continuing to live because we are all bound to die. Is your cousin sad or depressed? How did you decide which one to choose? Are there signals other than being sad that you picked up on? Did you feel confident in your decisions? Let's see how you did. Scenario number one may seem depressing, but it's actually sadness. It's normal to feel pain after a breakup with someone you care about. Notice that the sadness here comes in waves. There are moments of brief happiness where a person forgets about the sorrow. There's a strong chance that, with time, the person will return to a normal state of functioning. Scenario number two may be depression. There doesn't seem to be a triggering event that made them feel sad. The sadness they are experiencing is accompanied by apathy. They have no interest in things that once excited them. Unlike scenario one, their sadness doesn't come and go. It's always present because they can't seem to shake it off. Remember that only a trained professional is able to diagnose a person. As a result, it is best to support your coworker as they seek help. It is highly likely that your cousin is depressed in our third and final scenario. Grief is a crucial part of the mourning process. Here, your cousin's sadness stems from the death of someone dear to them. In other words, their sadness has context Unlike scenario two, where the person's sadness suddenly appeared, let's look at some of the other symptoms. Loss of energy, lack of personal hygiene and appetite, overwhelming guilt, and a sense of purposelessness. These are characteristics of sad people as well. What pulls this situation into depression territory is the length of time. If sadness and other feelings like those described in this scenario are constantly present over two weeks, it's a sign of depression. How well were you able to discern between sadness and depression? What were some of the signs that you missed? We can admit that it's not always easy to decide even if you have all the signs. However, by becoming aware of informational gaps, we can seek the education necessary to assist those who need mental help. In closing, sadness is a natural emotion that humans feel in response to certain events. Lifestyle changes can help you cope with sadness, but that isn't the case with depression. Depression seeps into every aspect of your life and prevents you from functioning like you normally would. People who are depressed also go through changes in their weight and appetite, lose interest in things that once brought them joy, and have feelings of worthlessness and helplessness. Of course, only a mental health professional can diagnose someone with depression. We have an entire segment dedicated to therapy for a later podcast, so be sure to tune in and see what helpful tidbits we have for you. We talked about how sadness is a normal part of life, but is conflict also normal? When was the last time you had a fight with a family member, a friend, a co-worker, or a stranger? Where do we draw the line between fighting and abusing? Do you know anyone who may need help? Our podcast is coming to a close today, so join us for our next podcast, where we talk about the emotional and physical signs of abuse. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.